0: What? The Sharks win? What? But no, of course they had to torment us a little bit more about it. The Sharks win in Dallas, even with Pavelski scoring. Take that. We'll break it all down, and dare I say, they won. And maybe in a back in a playoff race. Oh, we'll tease. Oh, about Jesus that. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Making sure Ian was up. Let's talk about it right now. This is Healed Down After Dark. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. <laughs> Please Good good evening, everyone. It is November 11th, 2022. On this Veterans Day in the States and Remembrance Day in Canada, lest we forget, we thank you all who have served our countries to keep them nice and free. As we talk about this wonderful game of professional men's ice hockey, the Sharks beat the Dallas Stars 5-4. to four. Welcome to Teal Town After Dark. This is your live interactive Sharks post-game. We do this after every game. So here's how you do it. Chat with us and fellow Sharks fans in Sharks territory and all over the world on the YouTube page or the app. Of course, follow us on the social, YouTube, Twitter, for now, I guess, Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud, Spotify, (laughs) Reddit, Discord, of course, TikTok, and find everything at tealtownusa.com. And of course, if you want to support the pod, you can do it through a super chat donation here, or check us uh, check us out with a donation on Venmo. And with that, I want to say good evening to my good friend, Mister Ian Reed. Did you really? <laughs> did you
1: did you did you say the p word in the in the opener? The p word? This team really? <laughs>
0: God damn! One win and everyone gets fucking dumb. Hey, plan the parade because in a few years there won't be a street for them to plan a parade on. Thanks to Bart. Mm. <laughs> uh, but how are you this, uh, this evening? Uh uh, 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 a big win and a nice response, uh, especially after what Coach Quinn and Captain Couture said uh, last night post game. Yeah. Um. Obviously. Look.
1: Um they're going to win games uh every once in a while uh and tonight happened to be their night i think there's a lot of things that um you can definitely take from tonight that um i liked um i think there was a couple of things where i didn't like so much but i think all in all look at when the sharks do good it's good um as i've said a million times on this (laughs) podcast show whatever whatever this thing is that we do um yeah no i mean look at the when the sharks do good, it's good. Like at some point, they had to win a game. Um, and you know, like I said, um, I, I do. I have grand illusions of what this where this team's gonna finish. No, I don't. Uh, so I'm gonna enjoy the the wins when they come because I don't think there's gonna be very many of them.
0: Yeah, I, you, you take what you can get because it's just been that kind of year. You've already had two. Streaks of five games where you haven't won. Uh, this team isn't exactly going to be, you know, a, dare I say, juggernaut to steal a no. quote from Chris Johnston. But um, you know, uh, they seem to come out and, and I, they come out with with a fight. But I also think they've been playing better in the last few weeks that they just haven't had a chance to. You know, they haven't capitalized on that victory.
1: Yeah, I think, like, here's the thing, right? And I think I said this yesterday on the show, too, was, like, it, they didn't really, they got Carlson hot, they got Timo hot, and then the goaltending kind of cooled down. I thought James Reimer was really good tonight. I don't really fault him on, I don't think I fault him on any of the goals, to be completely honest, even though there was there was four of them. I think Reimer played a really solid game, and, with him kind of, you know, with him playing a good game and and everything else kind of still clicking offensively, um, obviously recipe for a shark's win, and that's what we got tonight.
0: Yeah, uh, and it, and it started off not in a hot direction, you know. Uh, the goal again, less than five minutes yeah. into the game, Jamie Ben makes it one nothing, and I'm like, oh boy, here we go again. Freaking, freaking sharks are gonna. Let this go on. Then, you know, they get a they get a power play thanks to a hints high stick. And mm-hmm. then a guy that's not named Meyer or Hurdle or for that matter Couture as he starts to get going himself, Alexander Barabonov gets going with a power play goal to tie it up at one. Yeah, I mean Barabanov would be like if if
1: we gave three stars, like Barabanov would be my first star tonight. He was all over the ice and um, he was definitely a part of pretty much a lot of the good things that happened for this team. He was definitely a part of it. Um, And so, I mean, yeah, great, great game for him. Um, Obviously like a stupid good pass to Couture on that goal. I mean, scored his own goal and then set up that really pretty Couture goal with that just stupid good pass. Oh, that was beautiful. You know, um I think it's uh yeah, like I, I like Barbie had a hell of a game tonight and you know, big part of the reason why they won.
0: Yeah. That that made it one one. Uh six minutes later you have Evgeny Sveshnikov come back into the lineup. He gets a nice greasy goal, and that fourth line did it did a decent job there with Limblom and Lawrence uh there to make it two one. Um but damn it, Ian damn it again jamie F and ben you know mm-hmm. <laughs> the 11th last minute goal given up by the sharks to tie it up at two and and that could have demoralized this team even more than they already have been yeah i'm
1: not gonna lie i kind of expected things to just kind of fall off the rails from there and i'm like I'm oh this game started off so well and it's gonna end so badly um clearly i was wrong on that but yeah i i was um i just kind of Threw my hands up when that goal was scored because I'm just like, as like, are we really gonna do this again? Like, but um, you know, as we know, the the sharks would uh, not fold up and die like a cheap suit. So good on them. But man, I thought, yeah, when that goal went in, I'm just like, oh, this fucking game's over.
0: Yeah, and it was a high turnover in the offensive zone from Matt Nieto, and I think that's yeah. where Nieto got flipped for Sveshnikov, and then. Then, as you said, you know, first off, you get Timo Meyer with the goal right before, mm-hmm. right after Magna looked like he hit the post to make it 3-2. And then you have Couture getting that beautiful Chell-like pass from Alexander Barabanov where it was a cross crease to make it uh, 4-2. And even Couture was saying, and pardon pardon the kids watching, nice fucking pass to uh yeah. to Barbie. Yeah. Um, Nice to see, uh, great to see, and Sveshnikov, you know, being a little disturber in front of the net to maybe throw them off a little bit too.
1: Yep, yeah, definitely. Um, not a not a great game for Nieto though. Um, I yeah, Nieto didn't have a good game. Nick Benino really didn't have a good game, in my opinion. But um, you know, the big guys showed up tonight. So. Yep,
0: yeah. uh, and big time there with Myers' goal uh that extends his point streak to seven games he's got now seven goals four assists um uh you you knew once he got that first one he was going to get going
1: Mm -hmm. yeah i wasn't i wasn't worried about meyer just meyer's always been kind of a streaky guy but like he leads the league in and like shot attempts on goal so i mean obviously like with a with a guy as talented as Timo meyer like they're gonna start finding the back of the net Um, and now it seems like he's found his, his groove and, and he's been really good. Um, like I said, like I've, I was kind of always of the opinion, like it's only a matter of time, him hurdle, like that's kind of what I've been preaching all season. Like, it's just, it's a matter of time. They'll figure it out.
0: Right. And, uh, Hot Wheels, 84, Barbie makes Logan look halfway passable. But I'll I'll say this, you know, Couture needs good solid linemates to produce offensively. And I think with Barabanov now in there, that's kind of helped out. It has helped a little bit, yeah. Couture is
1: not going to be Couture is not going to be. Uh, he's he's never been a player that's going to just do it all by himself. It's never been Logan Couture. Um, so obviously having decent line mates will help him, and and they've got some chemistry there, it seems like. So um, while I was a little bit skeptical of taking apart that top line of you know taking Barbie off the. The the line with Hurdle and Meyer, but it's worked out really well. Um, I it wouldn't have been something that I wouldn't have, that I would have jumped to so quickly, but um, you know, uh, credit to David Quinn for for taking a shot on it and it's worked out because, uh, with Barbie, you know, Barbie kind of comes off that line. The other line gets the first line's been going just fine without him, and Couture's kind of been looking halfway respectable with Barbie on his line. So, yeah, I'm credit to credit to David Quinn there because, um. They need it. They can't just be a one line team.
0: And and also credit Kevin LeBanks starting to gel a little bit on that top line to make that av- allowable yeah. to do that, too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um,
1: you know, look, at it, again, uh, the, the big guys got to be the big guys. But the problem is, is when you put everyone on one line, like it makes you a much easier team to defend. Um, now, the Sharks aren't going to like they've. They've scored a lot of goals of late, but I would still look at some of the, like, with the exception of tonight, I would look at some of the teams they played. Um, I don't think that's going to be a trend that's going to super continue. Um, so you're, you need looks for more than one line.
0: Right. Uh, in order to win, you you definitely need uh, all your lines to execute. And you, you got that a little bit. You got Barabanov. Secondly, even though that was a power play. You know, Sveshnikov, mm-hmm. and then you have your heavy hitters, Meyer and Couture. You know, uh, to produce, and that made it a four-two lead. I mean, that was just sixty-five seconds into the second period. Uh, you know, Dallas fought hard. I mean, uh, there was that shot that uh, Tyler Sagan hit off the crossbar. Even yeah. he, he was like, well, "I didn't know it went in or not." In Connor's <laughs> <the> review. Yeah. <laughs> I Usually it's like, oh, yeah, that's a goal, I swear. And mm-hmm. Sagan's like, mm, I don't know.
1: <laughs> well, here's the thing, right? Like, I think if you're Dallas, like, you're probably pretty frustrated in that situation too, right? Because obviously, like, Sagan obviously knew he didn't score because he then like, you're right, like, he didn't raise his hand, didn't do anything. Um, and then not only that, but they were pouring on the pressure. So to get a stoppage of play like that, to for you know like I I I'd be kind of miffed cuz it's kind of it's kind of a double slap in the face cuz not only is it not a goal which it clearly wasn't when you saw the replay it was we knew it was going to be a really really quick review um but it also killed any like pressure that they had it stopped the play so I I think I'd be extra annoyed if I was Dallas at that point
0: yeah and that that kind of killed their momentum a little bit even though they didn't get the goal uh yeah. you know that made it 4-2 then then <sighs> why do we have the instigator rule if we're not going to call it you know del gets hit by a couture a good solid hit and ben's like let's mm-hmm. go drop the gloves yeah couture gets a couple in but he doesn't even look like he's really engaged after that when ben's trying to start start crap but i mean they only get five each i'm i was very surprised by that I, I I'm not
1: just because I think the instigator rule just never gets called unless you're like the only time you ever get really called for an instigator, like you don't call an instigator on established NHL players. Like that's the penalty you call on <laughs> buddy who's up from the AHL for a game and you know looks like they're trying to goon it up. Um I wasn't super upset by the, I, I I always hate that the NHL is a league where you have to You know, you you lay a clean physical hit and you have to go and, like, you know, the code is you have to go and fight now, which is, in my opinion, like, I'm not super anti-fighting. Like, I've never been super anti-fighting. But I think it's really stupid that, like, you make a perfectly legal play and then you have to follow it up by doing something that is technically against the rules. And that's the thing with the NHL. It's always bugged me. Um, I think Jamie Benn obviously wanted to go there i think once he realized couture wasn't really into it like nothing really came of it because i think Jamie ben would pretty badly wreck logan couture if they went full bore and maybe i don't know maybe they maybe because he didn't kill logan couture they're like all right you guys can just have 5h like maybe if he like absolutely dummies logan couture like he could have maybe they maybe then they called the instigator but because there wasn't really much to it i don't know i mean like it's a dumb rule.
0: No, I I get your point. It, it's that that there wasn't much to to it. It was just like, oh yeah, well you touch my teammate, I'm gonna beat the crap out of you. It's like, come on, right? Come like, on. I think if I
1: think if like Jamie Ben comes over
0: and absolutely
1: just dummies Couture, yeah, then I would probably be on here being like, where's the instigator? But in this situation, I don't know. I just I think the instigator rule, like again, it's it's something that really doesn't get called ever. It's on the books because I think it would just be like one of those things where they could take it off the books and no one would really give a damn, right. but they won't, it'll, it'll be there forever. Um, and it just, yeah, it just is what it is. Cause if, if they take away the instigator rule, what's going to happen is, is you're going to get all like the people that are like super anti fighting, get their panties in a bunch. And you're going to see a bunch of articles on how the NHL is encouraging fighting, even though fighting's like oh, down at levels, <laughs> it's never, you know what I mean? Like yeah. the, fighting is at lower levels than it's ever been, right? And it's not because the instigator rules there. It's just because that's the way the game's evolved. But if you took the instigator rule away, it would just be, you know, a field day of just stupid bullshit articles about how the NHL is trying to bring back fighting, and that's <laughs> terrible. I mean, it's bullshit. But that's, that's what would happen.
0: So it's easier just to leave it on the book and not call it. It's one of those things where it's, um, <laughs> we have it on there just in case. Uh, so that way everybody can be quiet for a moment. Yeah,
1: like I said, they'll call it like if if you have some like AHL plug that's coming in to, you know, playing a game because he's an injury thing and he goes and dummies a star player after a clean hit, then yeah, that's what they're going to call that. But other than that, man, it's it's just there it's just there and like i said it's easier just to leave it on the books and not call it than to take it off because the optics of taking it off like i said you'll you'll read a bunch of like a billion articles tomorrow about oh my god they're trying to bring (laughs) back fighting what are they
0: doing will someone think of the children (laughs) Uh, i'm waiting for you just like i'm gonna take you down next week on raw Uh, uh right like but uh, Sharks up 4-2, then they get uh, in the third period a goal from Tomas Hurdle, which was a beautiful backhander and make it 5-2. And, and I'm going to set set up everything for the third period with this from Uncle Damphy. Um, I don't think I've seen you on our chats before, so thanks for joining us. The Sharks have made for some entertaining hockey this year. We can be at 5 nothing in the third, and I still wouldn't be certain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I know. When when they say don't go away, they literally mean don't go away because it's gonna be uh, helter skelter uh, going on in this one. <sighs> yeah. Oh boy. So then it make then uh, Dallas comes back, comes back strong. Rupe hints his six to make it five three, and then nice shot. oh, I really like Rupe hints. I mean, that mm, he's yeah. an underrated player. With him,
1: really nice shot, but also a lot of puck watching.
0: Yeah, uh, it, uh, it reminds me of Saad last night when there's four sharks surrounding him and, and he's got a free chance to take a shot there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that made it 5-3, and then Dallas was really coming on strong. And, of course, mm-hmm. the big Pavelski himself decides to get on the scoring. Joe Pavelski, his seventh of the season. Uh, Robertson gets, what is is it? His, uh second assist of the period. And then... All of a sudden, oh, shoot.
1: Uh, yeah, here, they come. here um, they come. Yeah, and again, like, and again, like, Jacob Magna kind of gets turnstiled by uh, Pavelski there. You can't let Pavelski shoot from there. We've seen Pavelski do that a million times. Can't can't let him shoot from there. Can't let him get around you like that. And unfortunately, uh, unfortunate play for Magna, I think, who is trying to um, do his best to defend Pavelski. Pavelski just went around him and... Um, again like we, we've seen Pavelski shoot from there a million times uh in TL we know how that ends so I'm uh, not really surprised that turned into a goal I, again like but uh, I don't really fault Reimer a ton on these games like I thought he played a really good game tonight but uh
0: yeah Dallas sure as fuck made it interesting didn't they holy crap and I would say if there was still like 50 uh 50 second you know like 50 seconds five minutes whatever Dallas probably is on their on the way coming back. Um, but the Sharks hang on somehow uh, by by the by the skin of their teeth to, to mm-hmm. quote Demi Lovato. Uh, five four final. Uh, as you said, James Reimer had a pretty good night. Twenty five saves on twenty nine shots. Yeah, I thought a return to form for Reimer. because I think his last couple of games haven't been very good. So
1: definitely defi- a definite return to form for him, in my opinion. Uh, I don't know what the save percentage was. Probably not particularly good, which is why you don't use sing- save percentage in a single game. But right, uh, eight
0: sixty-two, not the prettiest ones, but uh, I mean still twenty-five saves on twenty-nine shots. Always uh, pretty solid on the night. Uh, Eric Carlson does not get on the board, so his his streak kind of comes to back to a run. But and and as we said, it's a seven-game point streak for uh, Meyer. Uh, Jason Robertson's uh, six-game goal streak uh, comes to an end as well, uh, and for David Quinn, his 100th NHL coaching victory. So,
1: <laughs> good for him.
0: Yeah, uh, so he he had to wait a while, but you know, only took him two weeks. <laughs> uh, Uncle Danfe again. Eric Carlson is on a serious cold streak, though. He needs break to break this Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what the fuck is he doing at this point, or How right? dare he? How dare he? Yeah, no well, kidding. Just the worst. Uh, it, and uh, if you did see some shaking from my end, we did have an earthquake uh, over here. It looks like it was a sharp jolt. Um, looking preliminary about 3.3, uh, centered in the Lafayette area, if you're familiar with with the bay area so uh, not again (laughs) but um uh sharks win thank goodness i mean uh nice to get a victory they uh, overall uh, like i said they've played well they just found a way to lose tonight they just didn't find a way to lose this time (laughs)
1: Yeah, I like and I don't I don't want to take anything away from the Sharks. Like I thought they played a good game. Um, you know, Dallas kind of didn't really come out of the gate very strong as they they they've been pretty a pretty good starting team this year. Um, so I mean the Sharks took advantage of like I think what was a slow start by Dallas. I think like I give the Sharks full marks here. But I think they, you know, they yeah, things got a little squirrely at the end, but I thought, you know, they held on and they they put themselves in a position to win, and they and they finished it off with a win. So I, I
0: give them full marks tonight. Like I don't want to take anything away from them. Yeah. Uh, overall, uh, you know, only two players, Ferraro and Carlson, uh, were over 20 minutes. I mean, that's the it's the interesting walk uh, of it all. Is that Carlson? I think played like 10 minutes. In the first period, and it ends up only finishing up at just a little bit under 23 minutes. And Farrar with over 24. Everybody else is pretty fairly even between 16 and 19. Oh, uh, no, well, uh, yeah, it's interesting because I like the Dallas broadcast said that they
1: didn't really see Carlson that much, but I thought he was, I thought he still was taking regular shifts in the third. So maybe I'm, maybe yeah. I'm wrong, but. I don't know. We'll see what happens. And, and, he's hurt. and
0: oh God, don't say that. <laughs> no, I'm just, I just, I'm just trying to ignite the chat. Uh, g- ignite the chat or AJ for Sunday. Right. Um, and, and then of course, Mark Edward Vlasic had like almost a three minute shift at the end of the game. Because, why yeah.
1: Um, my favorite thing has been the last couple of games is like every time the sharks like, get scored on they find mark edward vlasic and he just looks like they're just like the look on his face is just like we're never gonna win again Uh,
0: because i
1: I, up here like i just get whatever feed they give me i don't get to choose my feed which is really dumb sports net you suck really um yeah i don't get to choose my feed man i get whatever feed they give me which is generally not the Sharks feed even when they're at home like when they're at home it's usually the Sharks feed but not guaranteed I was really mad at an Anaheim game I had to listen to fucking Brian Hayward when they were playing <laughs> at SAP like
0: you want to ruin my night that's a good way to ruin my night Um, well let's or not trying to but that's weird that sports is only gives you one feed ESPN plus at least gets you yeah I don't both I don't feeds know, and, and heck some of them get to be in Spanish for that matter I don't know uh, just kind of rolling through the stats, you know, like I said, you know, only the two defense were over what 20
1: minutes. What was Benino's but... face-off percentage today?
0: Uh, 25%.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought. I was, I was surprised that he was taking a lot of those draws when the chips were kind of down at the end there. Cause I didn't think he had been that good. And obviously the numbers bear that out. Um, I, weird stuff, right? Like David Quinn does some weird stuff. Um, Trying to hold on to a game like that, and I, yeah, like I mean, the numbers bear it out. Benino, like Benino, uh, not great in the dot today.
0: Yeah, that that whole third line was struggling. I mean, I know we we say that the plus minus isn't exactly the best to look at, but Cunning and and Benino were minus three. Nico Sturm, who I absolutely love and has been great in my mind, was in minus four. Uh, tonight so rough night. For yeah that doesn't
1: learn. surprise me though because i've i've because i think i don't remember who keeps who is who's been very banging this drum i think it's ben from circling the cup and he's been very like yeah he's been scoring but his underlying numbers are not good um so
0: i'm not surprised by that stat yeah, so a tough night for the third line there. They obviously were having a rough time. Granted, Nico Sturm seventy five percent of the face off circle. So yeah, no like, I, and that. I like Nico Sturm
1: too. But like, I I've liked Nico Sturm. I liked I like that addition to the team. Mm-hmm. If you brought him in and maybe not some of these other guys, then oh, maybe geez. I'm not so sour about the way the Sharks are constructed this year. Um,
0: but yeah, yeah, it's so nice to see that. Uh I, but nice to see. Meyer, Couture, Hurdle, uh, each get a goal and an assist tonight, and of course, mm-hmm. as we mentioned previously, the Gordy Howe hat trick for Logan Couture, known um, <laughs> enforcer Logan Couture, <laughs> living up to the the captaincy of Owen Nolan, you know, having to drop the gloves and score <laughs> th- in the same Christ. game, right? <laughs> Two <laughs> names which should never be used in the same uh, sentence. No, no, no disrespect to either one of them, but yeah uh so now they finally get to relax i mean yeah they had like you know sunday through wednesday off then had to fly and and now all of a sudden okay we're gonna fly to st louis go down Mm -hmm. to dallas and now let's Mm -hmm. go back up to minnesota for a game like who makes these damn schedules (laughs) that's crazy Uh, people who have to schedule around very busy buildings (laughs) uh, very busy buildings and Make sure you get those frequent flyer miles, I guess. I don't know. I, I guess. I yeah, mean no I don't private know. Yet.
1: The, getting bitchy with the schedule isn't my kink. That's not why I'm here for. No, no, no. You have other kinks. I have that, other kinks, yes. That
0: that we we try to trigger you for and, and okay, we'll we'll just quickly move on to to that because that's probably getting a little too much information there. Um in the chat, Sleepy Mofo asking go back to Rhymer on Sunday or have Kakanen uh play. Against I guess essentially his old his former team and Reimer play on Tuesday against Vegas. Um. No, I go back to
1: Reimer. Reimer is really good. I don't I don't know why you would um I don't I, I would play Reimer until he's not good and then you let Kakinen have a turn and then if Kackinen is not good you go back to Reimer if Kakinen is good then he gets to play. That's the way I would do it, but um. I I I'd, I'd roll with Reimer. I thought Reimer was really good tonight. I would give I would reward him with another start,
0: for sure. I, if I, it's I, like
1: again, because the the word that they keep preaching is meritocracy. Well, if this is a true meritocracy, if we are to take what they say at face value, then James Reimer should get the start. James Reimer was great tonight. Yeah,
0: uh, twice again, twenty five saves for Reimer in that one. Uh, Uncle Danfy actually asking also praying for Netavara. I can't believe he's he asked to sign Benning um and oh, they've been still been taking a dumb yeah matt benning's third.
1: fucking terrible eh um
0: <laughs> i think my highlight of the
1: game was like matt benning where like the player who was behind the net and like the player had fallen so he had like all the time in the world and almost put it over the glass without deflecting it and i thought man if like that penalty would just be the epitome of like Matt Benning's season. <laughs> um yeah, Nunavar, like it's it's unfortunate. Um I don't know what the injury is. Uh, I have a hard time keeping up with everything going on. And plus the sharks don't tell us shit about anything. Um so I don't know what his injury status is. I hope like he gets better, obviously. Um I guess I guess um other dude, what's his name? Uh, the skating. Oh, oh Kanishov kineshav thank you yeah. i keep and I, I get him and niza mixed up um yeah kineshav was skating so that's that's good to hear after that the setback that he had obviously getting hurt before the season started completely unrelated from his other injury like those those kind of situations just suck um but yeah whatever whatever nunavara is dealing with i i hope it gets better i hope he can come back at some uh, excuse me at some point but I don't know what it is I don't know if it's been told to us or not I'm not sure
0: no i I haven't heard anything right now with uh with nedavara you know I mean we hear they're getting close but you know uh t- we'll we'll see we'll, we'll see how that goes uh but uh yeah nice to hear that kinisoff's starting to skate again I, obviously he's <laughs> a long ways to go uh right now but uh good to see that he's he's getting out there a little bit more. So, uh, yeah, I think
1: he's got a lot of I'm I'm sure he's got a long process to get back to a situation where he could re-enter the lineup, but it's still, you know, but skating's a good first step. And I'm just I just like I said, I feel terrible for him because you have that injury, which was pretty awful. And then you get a completely different injury right before the season starts training to try and be ready and and look good in camp. And, you know, you want to really just. You get super excited, you know? It's like you're going to go and then to have a setback like that with a completely different injury, I mean, you can't help but feel bad for the kid.
0: Yeah, it's, a, it's tough because he looked like he was decent to uh, be on this team, and I know we were talking about it you know, all, all year last year when we kept, oh, is he close? Maybe he's closer. Yeah. Maybe getting really, really close. No, he's done for the year. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, in the chat, Sleepy Mofo, any Kuda Blue Liner, that's looking good who may be brought up or is the organization letting them marinate? And I would say that yeah, they're probably just marinating them.
1: I wouldn't bring anyone up right now.
0: No. And, and I think
1: I like, I, and and like, and look at the, the Barracuda did win last night against Ontario, a very good Ontario team um, that they beat. But honestly, like I, I don't, again, if you take, I, I always, you have to remember that I try and take the sharks of the word and, and, Look at this through the lens of not what I think, but what I think the organization is going to do based on what they say and based on what they've told us and based on what they've done so far this season, I don't think anyone's banging down the door to come up from the Barracuda right now. And that's not to say that everyone's doing bad or, you know, like we should be super worried about this about this draft class. That's a lot of these guys are playing on the Barracuda right now. I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, based on the criteria the Sharks have given them, I wouldn't call anyone up right now.
0: No, and I don't think anybody's been like unreal, you know, been going off on in the Barracuda yet. I mean, yeah, they won last night. They they mm-hmm. snapped their Good losing game. streak. Yeah. Yeah. Strassman gets his uh, first AHL victory. Um, but nobody's like, "Oh my gosh, we have to get this guy up here right Yeah,
1: no now. one's no one's like tearing it up right now. Like there's but there's been guys who have been really good. Like Tristan Robbins has been really, really good. Um, you know, i've I've liked I've been pumping Bordlo's tires this whole time. I think Eklund's – like despite Eklund's maybe lack of counting stats, um, I think he's played really, really well. But again, like I don't, I don't think anyone's earned a call up at this point. I don't think anyone's going to, I don't know who you would bring up. Like, I know people are like, Oh, you could bring up this guy and sit Matt Benning, but like, that's not real. Like that's yes. That's what you probably could do, but that's not real. That's not going to happen. We can say it or blue in the face, but that's not going to be a thing that happens with this team. So I'm I'm not going to sit here being like, okay, well it's time to bring up Merkley and sit Benning because that's just not going to fucking happen.
0: No, no, uh, it won't, but I, I, I will say uh, I, I did like what Kevin Lacey said to us in our DMs tonight in the sense that Sharks fans hate ben- Matt Benning and love Joe Pavelski so much that if it had been a home game, they still would have been calling for an interference penalty on Benning, which, you know, uh, Kevin, you are absolutely right. Let's be honest here. Oh, man. Uh, the Barracuda, I believe they are playing uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow night against Colorado. And then they also have... Yeah, that makes sense. Let's let's play a game at the same time. The Sharks are playing a game. It's a Pucks and Paws uh, game at TechCU Arena. So uh, be on the lookout for that. We'll uh, be having coverage on that, uh, along with uh, an After Dark takeover of the Technologist's so usually the pucknologist goes at 7 p.m. Pacific time. Pardon me, my contact is now starting to dry up. Forgive me here. <laughs> uh, so the Sharks and Wild begin at 3 o'clock. The Barracuda and the Eagles will start at 3 o'clock. Following the Sharks and Wild, the pucknologist will take over after dark, so you'll get your full uh, recap of the game plus uh, the recap of the week that was in Sharks hockey with AJ and Jerk. Uh, so I would say roughly around 530 30 uh so be on the lookout for that
1: you know what happens right there's this little button on on your little youtube screen there it has a little bell yes oh it's a little bell and if you hit that bell you will get notified when we go live and you won't have to worry about what time is it just
0: wait for the notification and smash that subscribe button as we yeah and hit the like button and all that other
1: Uh, stuff and of course if you're not Uh, go ahead I say, Michael, in the chat asking if I expect to see Harrison Harrington, sorry, Harrison, Harrington in for Benning next game. Maybe. But like, again, like the (laughs) what seventh D man, are we going to put
0: in the lineup instead? Like, I don't know, man. Shit doesn't impress me. Uh, I mean, we're 20 20 percent into the season. Um, You know, Sharks get their fourth victory. I think they entered tonight with the fewest wins in the NHL. So anything is possible. Um and, and let's be honest here the victories that they've had the mm-hmm. Rangers Leafs um tonight against uh Dallas uh and I'm blanking on the fourth one help me out here Oh Philly I mean Philly, Philly was 4-1 to begin the season the other mm-hmm. three teams are have been in play, you know, have been starting out strong. I believe Dallas has been fighting with Winnipeg for first. I like how the Central. Sharks beat
1: all the teams that I just absolutely detest. That's that's my favorite
0: part of this. Like, if that and if that's all the games they're going to win, I I can deal with that. Hey, as you've said before on on the show, you know, uh, it, it make it entertaining and make make it interesting, and I think they've been turning it on ever since they uh, had that first 0 and 5 start come on so they're getting better what is it 4 5 and 3 in their last 12 games since they started (laughs) it's like just crazy uh sleepy mofo that's this is an interesting part too was bolsters being waved discussed already i'm not advocating for or against the sharks claiming him even if it was possible Um, Yeah, so they are, they need to bring back,
1: um, Aaron Eckblatt's coming back in the lineup, so they have to do some, I'm assuming some cap gymnastics is what I've gathered from there, and Rudy Balser's going on waivers, seems like that's the way they're going to do it. I'll be interested to see if someone claims, I haven't really, I haven't been paying super attention to what Rudy's been doing in Florida, um, but I seen like, it didn't seem like a lot of people were super thrilled, like, when I was looking through when it was announced, like just kind of going through some of the some of the Twitter threads and whatnot, um, Florida didn't seem too thrilled that uh, balsers was the uh, odd guy out there. So it'll be interesting to see if someone claims them. I I don't know. I do. I think the Sharks claim them. No, you're not gonna claim a guy you bought out. Um, well, maybe they might. <laughs> Who knows? What this fucking. Dude? Hey, we've seen anything um, possible. I mean, yeah, on. anything's possible. Um, I. <laughs> I would be so pissed though. Like Rudy Balzer's like making like whatever money is getting claimed by the Sharks after I mean he <laughs> got he got some of his money because obviously the buyout percentage for a player of his age is a lot lower than your standard buyout. So I mean he did get some money out of it, but yeah, I'd be a little pissed off if
0: the Sharks came back and claimed me for league minimum, or whatever the fuck it is he's making now. Uh he's got two goals, two assists for four points in fourteen games. Uh Originally they would put him up on the line with uh, Sasha Barkoff, but of course he's he's kind of trickled down there. I'm curious as to how that would work. I would I believe the Sharks still have some cap room. Um, I don't think like. I don't see the sharks doing
1: it, um, and the reason why is I want to double check this before I yeah the sharks spout
0: my mouth and say something dumb. Um, the sharks have two hundred twenty nine thousand of cap space, so they would have to have right a like they would have move. to
1: do some gymnastics to do it. Um, also, they are sitting at forty nine contracts. I, teams, generally speaking, do not like to be at fifty contracts, and I don't see the sharks capping out their contract limit just to, to, to bring back Rudy Balser it's a guy who they loved so much. They bought him out in the off season. Yeah. Um,
0: you know, just going through cap friendly, I'm like, wow, Alexander Barabanov has a modified no trade class. What? <laughs> uh, a two and a half million, but uh, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll see. I mean, yeah uh, yeah i
1: just i don't see it like teams like the sharks are at 49 contracts teams do not like to be at 50 contracts because it yeah obviously it's not a very flexible situation to be in plus they would have to if they're going to bring in bolsters they got to send someone else through waivers and hope that they get claimed like it just it ma- makes no sense for the sharks to put a claim there uh on balsers. um i wish balsers well though i hope whatever happens with him he does well
0: yeah wish him the best hopefully uh he gets a home somewhere. Otherwise, he'll be headed to Charlotte with the Checkers, which seems so weird that they're they're not the minor league affiliate for the Hurricanes anymore. But go figure. I was gonna it.
1: say, yeah. I was like, when he, when I saw Charlotte in the chat, and I and I know AHL affiliates get changed all the time, but I was like, what? Yeah, it's not a Hurricane.
0: Go huh? go figure on that one. And then what? Carolina's in Chicago, which you know, again, another weird, <laughs> weird conundrum. <laughs>
1: Not everyone can have their uh, their their minor league franchise in the same city, right? Or the same arena, <laughs> or the same arena. Yeah, for Calgary,
0: everyone plays in the Saddle Dome. Right. Everyone, yeah. Hitmen, Wranglers, Flames, hey, men's league. I'm sure. Yeah, like... you know, the Calgary Roughnecks. <laughs> you know, they'll throw the turf on play indoor lacrosse. Um, so go figure on that. But I think that will do it for us at this time. So in case you missed anything or want to watch this again, check us out on TealTownUSA.com or on our YouTube channel, where, as Ian said, like, uh, smash that subscribe button, hit that notification bell. That'll notify you when we do go on the air live. uh, And that's usually after every game. And then... For technologists on Sundays, of course, you can also get us audio-wise at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Odyssey, and all others. If we aren't on there, let us know. And if you're watching this on a you know, on the replay, hit us up with your comments. Tell us what you think. Yeah. You know, Couture with the Gordie Howe hat trick. Pavelski scores but the Sharks still lose how dare you you know uh what do you think did the Sharks just ruin their chances at Connor Bedard now that they're sitting just two points out of a playoff spot I mean come on um I mean Columbus
1: uh Columbus is going to make a really strong case for Bedard oh man with the uh blue line they're currently trotting out
0: that's scary. Uh yeah. With Worensky uh now done for the year with a shoulder injury. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Sleepy mofo. Watch Sharks start 13 forward to scratch Benning. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Anything
1: can happen. Hey. But, I mean, Matt Benning's definitely the guy that you that you signed for four years. <laughs>
0: oh man oh, yeah that's uh that's a tough pill to swallow four more years
1: four more years
0: oh, don't get me started i saw a tweet today you know, and <laughs> i think I, i'm blaming ted ramey for it. it's like yay finally we can start about the 2024 presidential election stuff like oh god come on <laughs> yeah man well that's that's like your that's like your whole gimmick
1: down there though you guys are in like just a constant state of election i love it dear i don't love lord. it i feel bad for you dear lord come on We don't we don't do a ton of things right up here, but like that's one thing we do right. (laughs) (laughs) It's like we have this really short campaign and then it's over and then we like we just fucking get on with our lives until the next one.
0: Right. That seems like it should be, but no. Enough political talk. Well let's celebrate our Sharks win their fourth win of the season with a five four victory over the Dallas Stars. Again, uh check out all of our content on our youtube channel of course hit us up audio wise wherever you get your podcasts Uh, even ian mark and kevin recently did a teal tinted doing a deep dive on the prospects in the cuda uh yeah don't know when we're gonna do that again but we'll figure it out and then of course the technologist will take over after dark sunday uh with following the sharks and the wild that game is at 3 p.m so again like Ian said, hit that notification bell right now as you're hitting that mm-hmm. like button because there's only 18 likes. Come on, people, let's go. Uh, and uh, check us out Sunday following Sharks and Wild and CUDA and Eagles, for that matter, just, just before Sunday night football begins. So, you know, check us out there. Uh, Ian, you're at Ian Blogs Hockey. Your final thoughts on this evening? I mean, when the Sharks do good, it's good.
1: Um, I don't... Twitter's such a interesting place right now. Oh, I don't Lord. know how much longer I'm gonna be blog Hockey on the Twitter machine. Uh depends on how this goes. Because I've already decided like I don't I, I'm not social enough that I'm not like gonna go anywhere else. If Twitter goes down, I'm going down with the ship. Um but yeah, as long as um, as as long as my tweets are um, not stuck in your junk folder or whatever you <laughs> want said, uh, I'll be there.
0: Uh I'm puck at Puck 14 Uh, practically everywhere on social media so you can find me wherever things go are we going to go back to myspace now what what's next i mean i I mean you can i i'm not (laughs) i'm Uh, done uh you can find me on youtube (laughs) find him on youtube right here ian reed on teal town usa he's not going anywhere he's not not going to do the rest of the season no matter what even if it's 3 a.m on the out in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. He's, I just saw him, his eyes blow up. He's like, Oh hell no. Uh, <laughs> so with that, we'll leave you again. I
1: just want to think of what game could have me here at three o'clock in the morning. Oh. Like the sharks are not making the playoffs. So that's out. Wishful thinking. All right. Come on. <laughs> like what time is like, what time is ESPN starting the game that's going to have me here at three. A.m.? Hey,
0: you know, we got close to that one game where I did it from the tank. Shoot. <laughs> Bark. I had the I had the uh, cleaners like um are you done in the suite already we need to go we need to clean up like Just chill out yeah, all. Yeah. all right so for Ian I'm Eric again after dark takeover uh, with the technologi Sunday following wild and sharks and uh, thanks for watching we appreciate each and every one of you watching please tell a friend and until next time keep it real keep it teal keep it real teal have a great night everyone we will see you Sunday night with an after dark takeover of the technologist. Good night, everyone.